Anthony on Air Podcast back for another episode here. Day nine of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, and we're recapping everything for you. Day nine, by far the absolute worst day for the prosecution. Here's what happened today. The jury was actually sent home early. We'll explain why they had a FedEx fumble and they had an FBI fumble, the prosecution. Two separate witnesses completely fumbled. Uh, In fact, one, we're not even sure if they're going to be allowed to call. One witness they did call. It was bad. The defense had a great day today. Uh, And uh, we do have another photograph uh, showing possibly a time when Ghislaine Maxwell was actually pregnant. So all that on this episode of the Anthony on Air podcast. Again, special edition where we recap the Ghislaine Maxwell trial This is day nine, and it's brought to you by our good pals over at Jumpstar Coffee Company. Save 15% off your order with the promo code AOA15. More on them in a moment. Let's start with the fact that the jury was sent home. It was about a two and a half hour day today, possibly uh, maybe. No, it was about two and a half hours or so uh, when the jury was sent home early. Uh, the, uh, The first witness was called. It was a FedEx employee. Again, we'll get into that in a moment here. Um, But uh, after that, the prosecution asked for a sidebar with the judge and the the defense so that they can discuss something without the jury hearing. Judge Allison Nathan decided not to go that route and decided instead to clear the uh, clear the room, uh, clear the jury from the room, send them back into the jury pool. Uh, which she did. And then they wound up having the sidebar anyway, um, which was quite an odd uh, turn of events. But irregardless, that's what happened. And um, shortly after that, they dismissed the jury and sent them home early. And the the reason for that was an illness amongst the uh, lawyers. And we know who it was. Uh, nobody's really saying. I'll share it with you anyway. I don't think it really matters too much. Um, but I did find this interesting that the uh, proceedings started late again today, and that was because of late jurors. Uh, this isn't the first time this has happened. I don't know what's going on with the jury. Um, subway issues. Uh, I, I don't know what's happening here, but uh, I think this is like the third day or so where the jury has showed up late. Uh, so they were late to get started, early to end the day, And maybe that was possibly a good thing for the prosecution, because as I said, this has been the worst day for the prosecution uh, so far. I follow the comments, by the way, on the podcast. A lot of people feeling like Elaine Maxwell is going to come away with this. I got to tell you, I have a bad feeling about it altogether, especially after today. But anyway, uh, after the sidebar, after the jury was brought back in and then they were dismissed for the day, sent home early. uh, It was basically said that one of the lawyers was ill and uh, they didn't want to proceed without that. Um, the only lawyer that was missing at the time that they uh, made this decision was, uh, Laura Pomerantz. So we're assuming it was her, um, on the prosecution side, all the defense attorneys were there. Uh, all the rest of the prosecutors were there, in fact. Uh, but Laura Pomerantz wasn't there at the time when, uh, Judge Allison Nason announced that the, there was going to be a, an early, uh, early, uh, day today. Um, she said that they're expected to be right back at it tomorrow morning. We're unsure what the illness was. 
she said it's not COVID related. We can only hope. I mean, could you imagine if there was a COVID uh, thing in the middle of this trial? That would be that would be a real pain in the rear end, having to send everybody home. You got witnesses coming in from all over the place. Um, so um, that would be bad. But she doesn't believe it's, uh, you know, COVID related. We can speculate till the moon on what it actually is. I'm not quite sure. But hopefully Laura is okay. And hopefully she is uh, back in action tomorrow when the uh, trial is expected to continue. All right, I'm going to share with you guys the really bad things that happened today for the prosecution. I mean, they the one witness that they did call, this FedEx employee, they really bumbled this thing really, really bad. Uh, and then we'll show you the photo. Um, should be a fairly fast episode this evening. Again, I'm not here to blow anything up. We're just here to cover what happens in the day. Uh, so whatever happens, happens. By the way, somebody was complaining to me last episode that they didn't like this. or they, I, I don't know what to tell you. We're just telling you what's happening. You know, if you're not unhappy with ha what happened during the day, uh, don't take it out on us. You know, we're just sharing the news. Uh, proud sponsor of this episode here is our good pals over at Jumpstart Coffee Company. This is the coffee company that gives 50% of their profits to the Navy SEAL Foundation. So if you want to support the podcast, support your troops that give you your freedoms and support a great independent company right here in the US of A. Jumpstart Coffee Company is the way to go. You can order their delicious coffee right now. You can see I got this bag. It's very, very premium. Very, very nice. Totally resealable, as you can see here. I recently, it's funny, when I, I, I run down, I, my studio is upstairs. So I go over to make my coffee in the morning, realize that I, I got a bag up here. I run up here get my scoops together, run back downstairs, make my coffee, and get a little exercise. Your old pal aunt needs it, that's for sure. Burn a couple of calories while we're making the morning coffee here. Uh, dark roast is what I'm obsessing over. I do love the medium roast, though. It's so, so tasty, so delicious. Everybody who has ordered Jumpstart Coffee Company has come back with a five-star review from the show. In fact, one of the other comments was, I ordered this, it better be good. Everybody seems to love it, including yours truly. I think it's the best cup of coffee I have ever had in my entire life. I like making it. I like that it stays nice and fresh. It's absolutely delicious. And you can, of course, save 15% when you order with the link in the description and use the promo code AOA15. You can also click on the banner at the homepage of anthonyonair.com. Makes a great Christmas gift uh, with the savings. You come out to around 10 bucks a bag, so you can get two of these right now if you're involved in a Secret Santa in the office. Um, if you're, uh, got a small business, this is great for all your employees. They'll be nice and jacked up on caffeine and ready to go and happy that they had a great cup of coffee before they come into work every single day. So it really makes the great gift for your entire staff. Uh, order up a whole bunch. Again, you use, you get 15% off your entire order. If you order 20, 30 bags, 15% off, that's a lot of savings right there. And your employees will feel good knowing, Hey, my gift went to go help the Navy SEAL Foundation as well. So all around a wonderful thing. Thanks to the Jumpstart Coffee Company for sponsoring the Anthony on Air podcast. Okay, so they call uh, one of the uh, employees over at uh, FedEx. This is a FedEx paralegal, Tracy Chapel. She comes on board to testify. Prosecute. This is the prosecution's witness. They get her up on the stand. They give her a whole slew of documents. They had a whole slew of documents. They subpoenaed a whole slew of documents, uh, basically showing that Jeffrey Epstein had sent a bunch of gifts out to people. 
what they were really trying to show was that Epstein had sent lingerie to our second witness who testified, Carolyn. Um, they were able to prove that. They were able to show that he sent her something. They went on and on and on, asked about this, asked about that. Did he send this? Did it come from this address? Did it get sent to her here? Did it get sent to her there? All that, up and down, so on and so forth. The defense comes up, and they basically prove that, okay, while Jeffrey Epstein sent Carolyn and a bunch of people a bunch of packages from FedEx, um, Ghislaine Maxwell did not. And they proved that in three seconds. It was practically one question. Thanks, Ms. Chapel, for showing up. Uh, is Ghislaine Maxwell on any, is her name on any of the send slips uh, that went to Carolyn? Nope. Okay. Uh, was she on this? And then here's what they did to further this. This is where they really spiked the football on the prosecution. They then asked about 50 other packages that was sent from Epstein addresses that was sent by Ghislaine Maxwell. So it's not like, I mean, you could be like, well, okay, so what? It's got his name on it. She still sent it for him. Mm -mm. No, they were able to prove that there were packages that left Epstein homes that went out to people that was not Carolyn that was sent by Ghislaine Maxwell. How you don't see that uh, by the prosecution is beyond me. It is a huge fumble. It is a massive waste of time for the uh, jury. I do not know why they did this. I mean, again, maybe they proved that it didn't matter. It was from her, even though it came from his name and it wasn't under her name when it was sent. Okay, maybe that's what they were trying to prove, but I think the defense came off looking really good today going, uh, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein, you know, again, this is the, this is the defense's case. They're not there to say that Jeffrey Epstein wasn't a bad person. He was. That doesn't bother the defense. The defense has to prove that because this guy was bad, it doesn't necessarily mean that she was bad. And this formula, what they did today, proves exactly that. Just because Epstein sent a bunch of packages doesn't mean that Colleen Maxwell sent any packages. You know, again, don't forget, they're trying to portray her as just another employee in the Epstein empire. And what they proved today was this particular employee, Ghislaine Maxwell, did not send Carolyn anything. And by the way, that's all they needed to prove. That is all they needed to prove. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell could have sent things to the worst people on the planet. It wouldn't have made a difference. The prosecution had to show that she sent Carolyn stuff because that's what the indictment is for. They did not do that. And they looked really bad um, in the process. Really, really bad. Um, Annie Farmer was supposed to be uh, called today. She's the other star witness. She is the fourth uh, accuser. And of course, that did not occur because uh, the jury sent everybody home early. Uh, just before they officially broke for the day, though, the prosecution fumbled something else. And that was an FBI witness. Uh, so the defense brought this up. They were uh, the on Tuesday, prosecutors told Nathan they expected to uh, rest their case, by the way, Thursday or Friday, which is shocking, a full week early. I still think that's, you know, 
people are, you know, legal experts that I, I'm reading about, they're saying that that's not necessarily a bad thing, that you have a short, concise, you know, case. Don't confuse the jury with too much information. Here's what went wrong. Here's what happened. You know, it, you don't need 400 accusers. You could prove that she did wrong by four people, four accusers, four indictments. That is good enough. That's good enough. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, I am wondering, though, because they didn't get to call Jane's uh, brother. Um, but that was one witness. So figure they lost a half a day there, maybe. Maybe a day max. There's still four days that are unaccounted for on, you know, why they are ending this so drastically, drastically early. Um, I mean, they expected to go around, they said four weeks, then I think they were like, well, maybe three to four weeks, and they're going to wrap it up in two. That's very surprising to me. Now, it could drag on. Maybe they do go to Monday because of today's delay. We'll wait and see. But that's a little worrisome. But anyway, to get back to the fumbling of the FBI part, I just want to keep this all in perspective for everybody of what's going on. They expected to call one of the um, FBI agents, put them on the stand, uh, and discuss with them some messages that were taken at uh, Epstein's home. Where they screwed up was that FBI agent, although a part of the uh, raid down in Epstein's uh, Florida compound, wasn't the agent responsible for the phone messages. So the defense, Glenn Maxwell's defense brought up the fact of, hey, if you wanted to have these messages uh, put in as evidence and read in front of the jury, that should have been done by uh, Juan Alessi, um, who worked at the house, who perhaps took some of the messages. Uh, that's who that should be done by. You can't have another FBI, you can't have just some random FBI agent uh, reading something that uh, he had nothing to do with, completely nothing to do with. Um, Judge Allison Nathan uh, sided with the defense on this. Uh, so I don't know if they still plan on calling this FBI agent. Uh, by the way, that would be Agent Michael Buscemi. Um, they wanted him to go through several of the handwritten messages, as I said. Uh, Maxwell's defense team said that Buscemi was not one of the agents who got the message pads from Epstein's home. If they want to have that witness read the message, they should have had proper procedure would be to have one of Epstein household staffers who had testified early in the trial. That would be Juan Alessi. Read it. Allison Nathan sided with the defense on that one. So I don't know, again, if Michael Buscemi can testify or will testify about something else, but he can't read the messages now. And I don't know if they have the ability to call Juan Alessi back into the mix. Um, I would assume so. But again, I'm not privy to that information, neither is anybody else. So two huge fumbles and face plants today from the prosecution. And I know what you were saying. It ain't the end of the world. They still have all this great testimony. And yes, that's true. But this really, honestly and truly, is not a good look for them. It doesn't really make you feel as confident. Um, you know, and again, I don't know if this is, you know, because the team's a little young. The prosecutors are a little on the younger side. When you look at uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's team, and she's brought in some big heavy hitters, some highly experienced attorneys who have a lot of courtroom experience 
a lot of experience in different areas. Um, you know, that Jeff Pagukli, whatever his last name is, I don't care how to pronounce his name right. Doesn't bother me. He could he can take mispronunciations from your old pal Ant. He deserves it. Um, you know, this guy uh is a little bit of an expert in this area. Tore this guy tore the tore the prosecution apart. I mean, like that. Like that. The FedEx thing. You had all this testimony. Was it this? Was it that? Again, it went on for a considerable amount of time. Defense gets up and goes, did Ghislaine Maxwell send this thing to Carolyn? Uh, no, she did not. Okay, thanks. Like deflated like that. Not good looks. Really, really not good looks. Uh, we shared some photographs with you yesterday. We talked about the fact of, um, you know, one of the accusers said that uh, Ghislaine Maxwell was pregnant at one point because they saw a photo of her nude on a beach and she appeared to be pregnant uh we did not share this photo with you we will do so now this is a shot of jeffrey and galane uh in a snowy area uh where um he is doing a typical i'm about to be a father pose with a woman uh with his hand on her belly now this doesn't mean that um she was pregnant could be just kind of one of those things but on the other hand, this is absolutely how you pose when you find out your significant other is pregnant. So uh, judge for that what you will. We showed a photo yesterday on the last episode. Again, you can go back and watch all our previous episodes. YouTube's a great place for that because we've got a full playlist uh, running with all every single day is going to be in that playlist. So you can watch one right after the other so you don't miss a second of the, the uh, trial and what's going on here since we can't watch it. Um, we showed you a photo of her on an airplane uh, flying private uh, with Epstein, and she had a little bit of a tummy. And I said, you know, look, uh, does it mean she's pregnant? No. Uh, she got a little tummy? Yeah. Uh, is it like she's kind of hunched over and she's got that little, I just ate a lot for lunch and got a little roll here? Yeah, could be that. Could be absolutely that. Um, but again, we don't have this photo of her naked on a beach um, that the accuser said she was pregnant. So we don't have anything to go by other than that statement and a couple of the photos that have popped up. This one perhaps a bit more convincing than the one that we showed uh, last episode. But uh, we didn't get to show this one, so we wanted to make sure that everybody's seeing some of the photographs that the uh, Southern District of New York is releasing and has been releasing as evidence. And uh, this is certainly one of them right there. So you make the call yourself. Would love to know in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, is this, does this mean that she was pregnant? You know, I mean, look at the two. I mean, by the way, look, they look young. Even though Epstein's got a lot of gray hair there, uh, he kind of does look young. He's smiling. He's clearly happy. She's smiling. You know, she looks so young there. Um, unclear of when this photo was taken exactly. Uh, but they look happy and he's got his hand on her tummy. Like, who knows? Who knows? I tell you, I wish I did know because the more and more we get into this case, the more I look at some of these things and I just, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall. And there's a lot that we are just going to never, ever, ever know. And I, I'm just so damn curious about these two now, you know, Having uh, you know, gotten caught up in this in this case over a year and a half ago, um, you know, we doing the podcast here. You know, our podcast normally we just talk about the day's news and we goof around a little bit. We have a little fun, 
you know, this caught our eye and we started talking about it because nobody else was really talking about it a lot at the time. And then it kind of just stuck. And it's been one of those things that we've been interested in. You know, Gabby Petito was one of those things. Um, you know, there's a, a Cosby, you know, there's a long list of, of things that kind of we get stuck on and we start to talk about a lot. Uh, but this one in particular, more than anything, because this, I mean, every bit of it from the sweetheart deal that he got to the, you know, the fact that he was able to leave jail when he did serve that one year, who was protecting him? Who did he work for? How did he know Ghislaine's father? Uh, we just learned during the trial that Ghislaine was on one of Epstein's planes before her father even died. So that even kind of, you know, uh, reassures the fact that the three of them knew each other or perhaps that Epstein was really friends with the father before, you know, he became involved with Ghislaine. In which that case, then how long was that going on for? You know, because that adds another little wrinkle of, fucked upness excuse my language where if epstein and, and uh, robert maxwell were really friends then he started dating her daughter not that we need to add any anything else to the pile of holy shit that's horrible but that would be another thing to add to the pile um but you know getting back to my original point here it's there's just so much that we're not going to know um we're finding out a lot during this trial again the, the ability to put her on a plane of his before the father dies, I feel like is important, fills in another little area, another hole. Um, but we're not going to know a ton. All those things that I just mentioned, all the mystery around his death and the tapes that disappeared that mysteriously weren't working uh, when he took his life. You know, I mean, the amount of head scratching moments that have to do with Epstein slash Maxwell is just beyond belief. And, you know, you kind of stick with some of these things to hope to find out some information, but you just know that you're not going to find everything out. And it really sucks. I mean, just really, really, really sucks. And then you have a day like today, day nine, not great for the prosecution. And you just go, God, this woman winds up walking away from all of this. It would just be horrific. Just absolutely horrific. Uh, Sarah Kellen's name got brought up today as one of the people that got sent some packages. Um, we've talked about Sarah Kellen before. Again, if you search Anthony on air, Sarah Kellen, our episodes where we talk about her will come up, especially on YouTube. Um, watching there is a great way to watch, great place to watch. Um, but, uh, you know, she worked for Epstein too. You know, there's allegations against her as well. Uh, she maintains her innocence. I don't think, I mean, I, I know she wasn't as prominent or wasn't around as much or for as long of a period of time as Ghislaine was, but one has to wonder of why she hasn't been dragged into this, why she's not being called as a, as a witness, um, again, prosecution probably doesn't want to blow their case. They're probably thinking we got four, four is all we need. You know, we know there's a lot more, but we just gotta, we just gotta, they just have to prove that Ghislaine was involved enough and they feel like four, four accusers is the right, is the right mix. Okay, fine. But I have a hard time believing that, 
a Sarah Kellen and perhaps maybe one or two others that have been associated with Epstein or perhaps, or even worked for him over the years is not going to be dragged into this in some way, shape or form. Not this particular case, I mean, but, you know, indicted uh, in the future. So we'll have to wait and see. But uh, Sarah Kellen, whenever her name comes up, I've been sure to mention it because it's always been that thing of, yeah, sure, not as prominent as Ghislaine, uh, but there, you know, it's that old ver- where there's smoke, there's fire. Seems like there's a lot of smoke with her. A lot of girls have accused her of things over the years. She, of course, claims to be a victim, um, which we wondered if that was going to be Ghislaine's uh, defense strategy rolling into this. Uh, now we see that it was probably uh, better that they didn't do that as well. It's a tough thing to prove. Um, but they're going with, yeah, Epstein did a lot of bad things, but Ghislaine didn't. And I don't know if they proved that all that much throughout the course of this trial, the defense, but they definitely proved it today with the packages and the F- and the uh, FedEx thing. And you might be saying, Ant, you're making a mountain out of a molehill here. It's not that big of a deal. Well, God bless. I hope so. I hope so. Again, this is going to be up to 12 people who are just like you and I that have to make a decision on this. You know, and I hope that they're not swayed by what happened in the court today because it was not a good day. Hope the prosecution went out and had a couple of margaritas and some tacos and Taco Thursday action. Got a good night's sleep, and I hope they get back at it tomorrow and are in way better shape than they were today. Uh, Annie Farmer tomorrow. So again, make sure you're subscribed. It's going to be a big day of testimony. What is she going to say? Her story uh, is well known. We've talked about her before, Miss Farmer. Her sister also abused by Epstein, so that is something to consider. If you go back and see some of our past episodes, you'll find out all this information. We cover everything. We've not missed a thing with this case. Um, so uh, we'll uh, look to her tomorrow. So again, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're hitting the bell, getting the notifications on YouTube. If you're on Spotify, um, big thing for us uh, yesterday happened for the first time. Our videos are now on Spotify in addition to our audio. So it's kind of a big celebratory moment for us here on the podcast. Joe Rogan was first. Uh, Spotify has invited a select few podcasts that do very well on video to join their platform in video form. We were lucky enough to be a part of that first group. Our first episode in video form went up yesterday. This episode will go up. Uh, This episode, of course, on Spotify as well in video form for the second time. So we're excited about that. So if you prefer Spotify, you can watch us there. Although I got to say YouTube by far is the best experience. Facebook is uh, second there. But Spotify has done a good job. Spotify has done a good job with the video. But wherever you consume us, make sure you're following. Make sure you're getting those notifications. Even on Apple Podcasts, make sure it pops up on your screen so you know when we uh, go live uh, so you don't miss a second of that. So Miss Farmer's testimony tomorrow, probably we'll see what happens with Mr. Uh, Buscemi, the FBI agent. If he gets called or not, we'll see if they drag Juan Alessi back up. By the way, they can still have that uh, information read. It will have to wait until the end of the trial. Um, You might think, well, they can still get it in. Not that big of a deal. Order matters with some of these things sometimes. You know, order really, it it could matter. It could really make a difference. Uh, But we'll see. All in due time. Uh, again, if you want to support the podcast, you can go to our store, shopanthonyonair.com. We got some awesome merchandise at shopanthonyonair.com. Uh, our hottest seller right now is inspired by our own Jay Sams, who's not with us tonight on the show, but will join us again tomorrow. That's what she said line. 
You can see that right there. Beautiful, comfortable shirt here. This is a ladies' cut. Our wonderful logo on the back. That's what she said. Merch available right there at shopanthonyonair.com. And, of course, you can also grab some Jumpstart Coffee Company to help support the podcast and the Navy SEAL Foundation because 50% of the profits from this company go to the Navy SEAL Foundation. Uh, I can't say enough about Jumpstart Coffee Company. Great cause, but also great coffee. We talked about on the last episode, some of the uh, coffee at the grocery stores, two years they sit on the shelf. Two years. That is not fresh and delicious. We all know that uh, coffee loses its zing the farther you get from the roast date. This is nice, deliciously fresh roasted coffee delivered to your home. They also have a save and subscribe uh, mechanism where you can say, I go through two bags of coffee a month. Order up your two bags. They'll send you two bags every single month. You'll never have to worry about getting coffee in your home again. And you'll be drinking this wonderful, delicious coffee that also goes to support the Navy SEAL Foundation. Order with the link in the description. Use the promo code AOA15 when you order your Jumpstart Coffee Company and you'll save 15%. Appreciate you guys. Share, share, share this episode. I love seeing all the shares. So many people at the beginning. Why isn't this being covered? Why isn't this a bigger story? Hey, you are part of this too. Share the episode. Your people will see it. Then their people will see it. And they'll tell two friends and they'll tell and so on and so forth. You'll get it big. You'll make it big. This is how things go viral. Share this episode. Share the YouTube video. Share the Facebook video. Share the Apple podcast audio. Share the Spotify audio or video. Um, and I appreciate all those shares. And I appreciate the likes and the thumbs up. Uh, and everything else, uh, and the thumbs down. I don't really care for that. Some people were like, Oh, he didn't give too much information today. Thumbs down. <laughs> Fuck you. This is all we have. What do you want from me? We're just telling you the info. I'm sorry. It's not to your liking, but that's the way it is. That's the Anthony on air podcast. Day nine of the Glenn Maxwell trial day 10 tomorrow. Plus we'll do some of the other day's news. And of course it's Friday. So we'll have a little fun. I think we're going to talk about worst Christmas songs. There's some bad ones out there. There's some clunkers and some stinkers. Frankie C and Jay Samps will be with us. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much.